Are we having an infestation? We, we well, just based on our numbers, yes, we've we've had more calls for for moths. Now, when you say moths, there's there's a, there's a number of different types of moths. So the moths that I'm talking about are the ones that actually have found a niche in um, in our fabrics. So what they'll do is they will lay their eggs and they, the egg will hatch into larvae and the larvae feed on, on natural fibres, the keratin and the proteins within those natural fibres, like our woolen carpets, our furniture and our clothing. And that's what happens with the moths, but there are many, obviously, multitudes of different types of them. There are. Well, I mean, we've got, we've got a common house moth, uh, Hospinophila pseudospertella. That's, that's probably the most common one. It's a big brown um, moth that you'll see flying around that pretty much everybody will see it flying around in their house or homes at some stage and then the other one which is a, another similar scavenger moth as we call them is um, the white shouldered moth now they wouldn't be necessarily infesting clothes at all so it's the ones that it's the common clothes moth would be the most common one and then the case bearing clothes moth is the other species that we commonly come across mm, they're the okay. ones that are doing the damage so what can be done about them well, I suppose you think of their origin. What they're, what, the clothes that we have, uh, sometimes they're stained, they, they, they contain perspiration and all that. That's very attractive to the moths in the first place. So if we remove that, uh, if we clean the clothes uh, or clean the items, well, then we can reduce the risk of them actually infesting the, 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 the area in the first place. Okay, so cleaning so. Is, is a good one. And then the other one, Jerry, is storage. So when we're storing items, it's actually to clean the items first and then store them. So we probably have this increase, um, not only because of the weather, but also because people are spring cleaning. So suddenly they find, oh, hang on, there's a few holes in my jumper there, <laughs> which, uh, which weren't there last year. Um, and, and it's that kind of thing. So it's people being aware of, of, um, of what to look for. So you can get, for example, the, the common clothes moth leaves this sort of irregular hole in your clothing. Um, and whereas the case-bearing clothes moth um, is a is a more regular a regular hole, it's, they have a different pattern in, in terms of the damage that they do. Uh, and is it partly the problem with people deciding or not deciding, but really not doing anything about the clothes they've had since 1986 <laughs> and leaving in the back of the wardrobe? I'm in that. I'm in that bracket. <laughs> the, pais- um, the paisley shorts you used to wear going out to nighttime. Yeah, shocking, really. <laughs> It is, it is that, and they store it away. And the other one is, is carpets. Um, people store cuts of carpet. They say, no, I'll use that, I'll put that. That'll come in handy case. in 10 years' you know, time. And it goes up into the attic, and it's forgotten about. And, of course, that's then a source of reinfestation. You're, you're scratching your head, and hang on, what's what Where are these coming from? Problem? Exactly. Now, another one which people don't really realise is bird's nests can be a source of it. So if you have an old bird's nest, I'm not advocating getting rid of new bird's nests, Mm. Uh, but certainly old birds' nests you could remove because they're a source of a wide range of secondary pests, and one of them is in- included is, is mm. the, uh, the textile, the textile moths. Yeah, Colin, quick question for you, kind of not really well related in some way, but yeah. it was something someone said to me recently about the number of insects that are about, and of course with the with the fine weather that we've had over the last month or so, there has mm. been a huge number of insects out and about. It's all part of the the circle of life. They sleep for the winter and they wake up for the summer. But I remember as a child driving or being driven around the place and if you went on any long journey, at the end of the journey, the windscreen of your car would be covered <laughs> with insects, dead and otherwise. Nowadays, not even quarter as many, I would submit. Are yeah. things changing or what's the reason for that? 
or can there reason be put out? Windscreen eyes and mouth, I, I would include in that. Um, I, we don't really know. I mean, certainly the ones that we're dealing with are within the building environment. So the ones that you're talking about are naturally occurring um, environmental um, insect species. You know, it could be mosquitoes, midges, that, that type of thing. Um, we just really don't know. Um, they do, you very correctly, they do overwinter. Um, and, uh, you know, it's times like now when the, the conditions get a little bit more favourable, then you get these booms, you get these bursts of insects. And, and that's, very, that's very natural within the, within the natural world where, where you do get these, uh, you know, a plague almost of... of um, I've, I've come across, like, ladybirds. I wouldn't, I'd never call uh, ladybirds a plague, but in terms of their quantity and volume at one time, it's, it's, the conditions are just so right that's yeah. boom, you get it. But, you but get a, even on that, I've been talking to someone last week, and look, this is all anecdotal, but someone uh, made the point to me that they hadn't seen a ladybird in about 15 years. When they were young, they were everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you mentioned their um, honeybees. It's terrific that people are seeing more honeybees because they are so, so important to the environment. Wasps is another one. Um, wasps are terrific to see wasps around because they're, uh, they're insectivorous, so they're actually keeping some other garden pests down as well, things like green flies. Um, so I, I don't really have... Uh, you know, yeah, it's it's a multitude a, of things. It's modern issues. It could be the cars yeah. are more aerodynamic now. Yes, it's, it, there's a whole range of things, and yeah. I I wouldn't presume to to have all the the answers yeah. on that. It's one. it's a question for another day. One question from a listener: mm. What's the cure for millipedes? They're black, little, and thin. They creep up along the wall. Yeah, so uh, proofing. Um, you can put a little bit of residual insecticide um, on where they're coming in, but also just proof the building so that they're not coming in. Seal, okay, seal up your gaps. That's the way. That's the thing to do. Listen, look. Thanks a million for taking time to talk to us, Colm, and um, uh, giving us your time this morning and talking about the infestation that's out there at the moment. But uh, thanks for talking to us. Have a good weekend. You too, Jerry. Great stuff, Doctor Colm Moore, there from Rentical, uh, technical spokesperson for that company. If you have a view on that, if you're having an infestation, get in touch with us on the program. A number of people to get to. A listener says, Jerry, is there a difference?